0: From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler. 2023 is the only year in a four-year cycle without a major election scheduled, but that doesn't mean local elections officials are not busy.
1: Now, just a little bit about who we are. Who is Gavrio? Gavrio is the Georgia
2: Association of Voter Registration and Election Officials. It's a mouthful.
0: After the unprecedented stress of the 2020 election cycle, election law overhaul in 2021, and mostly uneventful midterms in 2022, the people who run Georgia's elections are already hard at work preparing for whatever 2024 may throw at them. See
2: that little space of ocean in between the two hurricanes? That's basically us, you know, and they're both just colliding uh, into us in Georgia.
0: During a four-day training on Jekyll Island in February, hundreds of supervisors and local election board members gathered for camaraderie and congratulations for making it through the chaos of recent years. On today's special episode, we take stock of the state of elections in Georgia roughly one year before the presidential race begins in earnest. It was in the 70s and breezy on Jekyll Island, but for nearly 600 Georgia elections officials, the unseasonably warm beachside weather was only enjoyed sporadically during breaks from annual training. The Georgia Association of Voter Registration and Elections Officials Conference in years past has been a time of somber reflection following the brutal 2020 election cycle and anxiety after the Republican led legislature approved a massive 98 page election law overhaul that drastically changed their jobs. In 2022, the tone of the conference was notably brighter as a new crop of elections workers stepped into the arena to take on the new rules, higher public scrutiny, and regain public trust. So this year, the cavernous ballroom of the Jekyll Island Convention Center was bustling with enthusiasm as officials celebrated a midterm election cycle, complete with a quick turnaround Senate runoff that saw record turnout, few issues, and even fewer conspiracies linger after the votes were counted.
3: We truly do lead the nation in elections now. We've got attacked and attacked and dog cussed and everything else ensued. And y'all do a damn great job. Y'all make us look good. And we appreciate it.
0: Gabriel Sterling, with the Secretary of State's office, was a frequent figure on TV following the 2020 election, castigating fellow Republicans who attacked election workers and the integrity of their work. He told the conference that the State Elections Office is working on trying to get more resources for Georgia's 159 counties and that the State Elections Office is underfunded too.
3: We are short-staffed, we know that, and the the legislature and, and their wisdom has decided that we're going to lose a couple of people to the state election board, which they need and they deserve. We want to replace those people and get some more. I didn't realize this until I was researching it. We have 30 people in elections. 30. North Carolina, about the same size. Who knows how many people they have? Raise your hand if you think you know. 63. We know we need more people. We want to support y'all, we want to do everything we can, we fight and we scratch, we do everything we can to get those people for us.
0: There is no such thing as an off year for elections. Even though most voters won't have to think about casting a ballot in 2023, there's constant work to be done, processing new voter registrations, handling redistricting changes made by new construction, responding to open records requests, and training staff and poll workers, among other things. State law also requires the election supervisors and at least one member of their board to attend at least 12 hours of training, so the conference is a way to keep officials prepared and engaged for what's to come. What's to come includes a presidential race that will likely see outsized attention on Georgia, plus state legislative contests and other political offices. Ryan Germany, former general counsel for the Secretary of State's office, had this word of caution setting the stage for 2024.
2: Look, in Georgia, as you guys know, we're no stranger to scrutiny and litigation. But I think 2024 is going to be a whole new animal, even from what we've seen in the past.
0: Recent federal elections in Georgia have been decided by narrow margins. And in years past, the state has faced lawsuits from both Democrats and Republicans over how voting is conducted. And Germany said the next presidential contest will likely be no different. I
2: think the the best analogy... um, for what we're gonna expect is this meteorological phenomenon called the Fujiwara effect. So, the Fujiwara effect is a meteorological phenomenon, it's <laughs> a weather, that occurs when two hurricanes approach each other in the ocean. And they basically start doing a dance around each other. And then, if they're about the same size and strength, they can merge into one single superstorm. So if you see the the image on the screen, see that little space of ocean in between the two hurricanes? That's basically us, you know, and they're both just colliding uh, into us in Georgia. In
0: 2018, Democratic candidates and groups filed the majority of suits against the state, its old touchscreen direct recording electronic voting machines and election rules. In 2020, it was Republicans who primarily used the courts to challenge voting rules and decisions. With Georgia a must-win state for either major presidential candidate, the time to prepare for litigation and instill proper procedures is now, Germany said, and asking counties for more resources to ensure success.
2: You know, you're expected to be experts in cybersecurity, logistics, management, communications, federal law, state law, regulations, local rules dealing with using different spaces and everything, training line management, audits. And again, that's just what I came up with thinking about it for a minute. Um, So I understand that by suggesting you do even more, that it's a big act. Georgia's
1: DBHDD is urging people to ask a pharmacist about getting naloxone for their first aid kits at home or work. No prescription is needed. Naloxone can rapidly reverse an opioid overdose and restore breathing. Opioidresponse.info.
0: Shawna Dozier is the incoming president of the organization, Gavrio, the Georgia Association of Voter Registration and Elections Officials, and says voters should know that the people who run elections wear many hats and are always working to improve the election process, even when there's not a major statewide election to pay attention to.
1: There is no such thing as an off-season for us. Either we're preparing for an election or we conduct an election, and sometimes we're preparing and, con- and, and conducting elections at the same time. Typically, it takes us six to eight months to prepare pre-election activities before we start with an election.
0: So even though many of the training sessions were geared towards next year, plenty of counties will put that information into action in the near future, too.
1: That's one of the purposes for our annual conference that we're um, currently having right now, is to plan um, and get prepared for our upcoming 2024 elections as well as there are at least, um, I wanna say at least 50 counties that may be having a special election in March. So in regards to that off election, um, it's a- off election year, there are some counties, including myself in Clayton County, um, having special elections in March. And there are also some that are having elections in June. So while we're working on these special elections, we're also planning for 2024.
0: Many attendees and presenters at the conference have spent their entire careers working in voting and have decades of experience navigating the ins and outs of election rules, equipment, and inevitable curveballs that get thrown with a process run by human beings. But a notable exception this year came in the form of Noah Beck, the supervisor in Polk County in northwest Georgia. At 23 years of age, Beck is one of the youngest people at the conference, if not the youngest, and he gave a presentation about working with media outlets to help answer voting questions and disseminate accurate information.
4: So I think the first thing to recognize and something to always value is that knowledge is not a replacement for wisdom. Um, You can't stack the, the two up against each other. And while everyone here
0: is incredibly knowledgeable, wisdom's a lot harder to earn. Like many counties across the state, Polk is heavily Republican and more rural than metro Atlanta counties. But
4: that doesn't necessarily put off skepticism. It doesn't necessarily soothe you know, concerns. Uh, and so it puts us in a situation where I still need to garner trust. I still need to make sure that integrity is visible, um, that it is alive and well and working in Polk
0: County. Beck joined the Polk County Elections Office in March 2022 and found voters from both parties didn't trust different parts of the election system as an abstract concept, and it came less from a place of conspiracy and more skeptical curiosity. A lot of times, um,
4: a lack of knowledge, a lack of education uh, is not necessarily the fault of the voter. It's not necessarily uh, anything to be offended about. It is something to work towards, to work towards to fix. And, um, you know, that has been the biggest task that I think I was faced with coming in uh, in March is that there was a lot to explain um, and people needed to hear it. People wanted to hear it. They were asking the right questions. They were bringing the right concerns um, just with misinformation. They didn't
0: have the full story in a time where there are fewer and fewer local news outlets and tribalized politics build barriers of mistrust. Beck's training session at Gavrio gave a roadmap for restoring people's confidence in how elections are run in their own communities, but also trusting what goes on in other places too. And so we worked really,
4: really hard to establish that relationship with our media partners so we could get the right information out there about what's going on in the elections department. You can't be there nine to five, um, but we are, and we can show you what's happening. We just don't have to tell you. We can show you our systems in
0: place. It also probably helped that the midterm saw decisive victories for Republican statewide candidates and Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock that left little room for what if with how the election went. But elections officials don't control who's on the ballot or how many votes they get, and all they can do is prepare for every outcome and peel back the curtain for voters to trust the process no matter who wins. In between the training sessions on subjects like using a new voter registration system, how to train poll workers, security procedures, and handling absentee ballots, many of the state's election officials looked genuinely relaxed and at peace, even with a long list of work to be done. Like Ryan Germany, the former general counsel said during his session, the men and women who run elections are the unseen forces that, if all goes according to plan, work in the background to make voting go smoothly.
2: You are all an integral part of making sure that our democracy works. So I just want to say thank you for everything you have done and everything you continue to do. Many people don't realize how important and difficult the work you do is. Frankly, that just makes it more important.
0: We're likely a year away from average voters beginning to think about who they might support in the presidential primary, not to mention races for the state legislature, U.S. House, or local government offices. But you can rest assured, knowing that somewhere in your county elections office, there are plenty of people already working to make sure you don't give much thought about how these races will be conducted when it comes time to cast your ballot. Battleground Ballot Box from Georgia Public Broadcasting is produced by me, Stephen Fowler. Our editor is Josephine Bennett, our engineer is Jake Cook, and our theme music was composed by Jesse Neiswanger. You can listen to our podcast at gpb.org battleground or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.